I, I think the way that my life is now, a lot tends to get glossed over. Almost like the mm-hmm. pictures I posted. Almost like a reality mm-hmm. check. Like, you know, it, I didn't just go from here to here, like, you know, like, oh, that, that, everything was just, you know, just happy, happy, go lucky. Like, there were difficult moments in between to lead up to this moment, the catch that you see today. And I wanted that to come through in the book. I wanted people to know that my trying time, no one has really heard any of the details of that time. That, you know, it was mm. not, I wasn't just like, you know, this amazing person that just like, you know, because of, despite what happened to her, she overcame the surges mm. where it breathed. Like, you know, I, I, even if it was hard, I would, I pressed on like, that's, it sounds great. That's a nice dramatic story. That's, that's nice on paper. But the reality, you know, it was a step-by-step arduous process. And just there were, there were, it, it was what led up to the catchy that got confident enough to Hardships often prepare ordinary people for extraordinary things. C.S. Lewis said that. And no one has had it harder than my guest, Kechi Okuchi. And she has the scars to show for it, as well as the book to tell it. For context, let me put it like this. We survive many things every day. But very few people survive a plane crash. The odds of that are extremely low, and it's not every day you get to meet them or have a relationship with them or even have them on your podcast. Except, of course, your podcast is called The Young God. Ketchy was an ordinary high schooler before the accident, and now she's an extraordinary woman whose light is impossible to miss. One thing I took from our conversation is that she has a burning desire, pun intended, to utilize the second life she's been given. And as you listen, I hope you feel that too. I hope you feel encouraged to live the life you've been given because I know it's easy to forget that you have everything you need to thrive. But you do, even in these trying times. So what can you expect from side B? Side B carries on from where side A left off. It begins with a question. Or rather, it answers the question. Is age really just a number, or is it a chain that holds people back? And from there, it was just vibes. Ketch and I had a moment where we compared notes on what it's like being an independent-minded individual. Then Ketch opened up about her upcoming book called More Than My Scars, where she gets in-depth about the process it took to get to fully accepting her circumstance, everything that's happened to her and everything that she's become physically and spiritually. It gets so deep, y'all. And then somehow, Chimamanda, the author, came up. And then cancel culture followed. And before we knew it, we found ourselves talking about faith and spirituality and God knows what else. It's the kind of layered conversation that requires a cup of tea or a glass of wine to follow. And I think you'll appreciate it. While you're here, do follow the podcast on IG at The Young God Pod 
and Twitter at IamTheYoungGod for exclusive content. Subscribe, leave a review, and don't forget to tell a friend. My name is Rodney Omokache, and you're welcome to The Young God. That's one of the the pinnacles of enjoying your life. If at some point you're able to get over that age thing and just live your life. Yes. It's, I'm not going to lie, it's hard. I can see it in my friends especially and I can just see that it's hard to really shake off that, um, I guess that, uh, it's almost like a conventional um, perspective that was like impressed upon us, you know, from the time we were children, you know, especially the society that we grew up in, you know, it just, it was almost like you will, you will, you will get that weird age pressure thing at some point. If you don't get it in your house, you get it outside, you get it somewhere, you get it in media, you get it like, and it's not, and this is not only specific to Nigeria, obviously it's everywhere, but, um, freeing yourself from that is, you can always tell those who have, like, because it doesn't, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, how old you are, when things happen. Like, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen at its own time. As long as you just keep on, you know, pressing on in whatever your passion is. Nothing, nothing has a time. There's no, just like how there's no blueprint for a relationship or marriage. It's the same thing with life and and milestone moments in your life whether it's career or or um, opportunities like it's just going to happen when it's time and that time is not something that anyone can determine it's not your 30s it's not your 40s you don't know when it is that's the point that's why it's that's why it's life you know it happens whenever whenever you're ready for it you know so once i think you get to that place where you can think like that it's so freeing you know oh my god oh my god it's so free not to care oh my god to not see everything through the lens of aging and dying and, yep. and eggs and <laughs> biological clock and all that, you know, it's... Oh, you know, my it's, God. Again, that's, that's oh, nothing about Kenatia, you know. The, the, the world is, is just designed to get you away from a place of... Yes. Of strength. I keep you beholding to ideas and ideologies yes. that hold you back. Yes, you know, and weird values and, and points of view. It's like... There's always this pressure to, by the world, to like um, adhere to like a certain standard way of thinking, you know. And I feel like every moment is just like trying to overcome, and 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 just kind of um trying to make sh- make it make sure you can see past, you know, the whatever the world's lens is, what in regards to anything, you know, you know, it's just it keeps trying to push its own values on you, the way that things are supposed to be, you know, the way that things usually are. Therefore, don't question it. It's how it is, you know. That's the world that we live in. And rising above that is the hardest thing ever, I think. That's that's where a lot of people's problems come from. A lot of times I've noticed that our problems are very much more, like, I, of course I know that this is based on how you are and how strong your, your inside, like what you are on the inside is. But a lot of times we are mostly influenced by the things around us and people around us and societal pressures and it's most most of the time it's, we're doing things you, you'll be surprised how much you're doing because 
not because you want to, but because like someone like something has made you believe that this is something that you need to be, you need to think is yeah. good or cool or important. Yeah. You be surprised if you cut if you think very seriously at what you actually care about. You'd be very surprised how like little that is compared to what you're doing because someone else is doing it or because the world says you should do it. You know, <sighs> marriage is a big thing there for me, but we digress. I feel like just there's so many things like that, you know. I think that the main culprit for this is that in our educational systems, um, we are taught what to think, not how to think. And if you don't know how to think, you can't think for yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you can't think for yourself, you can't undo some of the, the mental chains that have been put on you since childhood. Yeah. You know, so like part of that is just getting comfortable, like having your own ideas, you know, having your own thoughts about things, you know, and um, trusting that you're not the devil because you don't believe what the rest of the world yes. believes or what the, 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 the majority um, holds as the popular opinion. Like yes. just being able to to see yourself as an individual yes. first and foremost. Yes. Oh, man, that just that's changes the game. Yes, it does. Because one thing about this world is that if you don't stand strong in yourself, it will, like, if you don't decide what defines you and what's your, what your identity is, this, the world will certainly, at, the, at a moment's notice, def, it will try to define you and it will try, it will give you, it will push an identity on you. That's the world that we live in. If you don't have an idea of who you, and this is actually something specific that I always see whenever I talk to, like, teenagers. Kids, because I know how important that stage of your life is, and 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 your how your influence, what's how deep your influence is. You may not realize it, and you, you really don't until you're older. How much you actually hold on to, and you you don't even realize how much you hold on to subconsciously as a kid growing into a teenager, and certain idea ideologies and things that like that are just influencing you left, right, and center, even if it's not like on a conscious level. And I try to let them be get a little more aware of these things as soon as possible, you know, because you're not like a kid, but not adults yet, so there's still time, and I feel like it's a window where you can decide what defines you, and decide, start kind of building what you, what you, what you yourself, want that you need to be, because if you get out there without knowing any of that stuff, mm. <laughs> uh, this you world, in the wind. you every every kind of wind, any way it's going, you will go wherever trying to find who the hell you are. It's the worst thing. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, I think that that was probably one of the worst feelings. I, I wouldn't thank God. I, I don't think I would. I don't know you personally, and I don't hope to, but I know for sure that it is definitely something that a lot of people deal with, not knowing what they actually stand for. It's really the, my situation that has given me. Um, a lot of this, like, you know, um, understanding of life, you know, I, I don't know that I, I do believe that a lot of things that I was, a lot of things that I thought and how I was before the accident informed how I became after. For instance, my personality didn't change in any way. And there's certain things that I, I thought that I prioritized that I turned out not to so much. So there, there are things about me fundamentally that, that helps who I became after um, something I thought was extremely important was taken away from me. But um, there's a lot that I learned after as well, like a lot more that I learned after, you know. Um, and I think it's because of specifically the kind of experience that I had. It could have gone one way or the other and I briefly went like the right way. But I feel like 
because of what happened to me and because of the experiences I've had, like due to what happened to me, um, there are just some things that I never had to deal with or worry about. And, and, and I got insights to exactly why you can't let those things, you can't let yourself worry about those things. And it's from that place that I speak a lot. Like that, that is from, it's from understanding how easy it is to, to, to be shifted, like for you not to have any like hold on your identity, how easily it can really change you and, and make you confused in life. Understanding how that can be and being on the other side of it. And I feel like that's where my confidence comes from to talk to people about, um, I guess, identity and just, you know, knowing their own and grasping onto their own. So yeah, it's a very important thing and has nothing to do with age. Time for shameless I don't do this full time, even though many think I do. When I'm not podcasting, I'm solving creative problems for my clients. I develop brands, I coach, consult, and offer creative direction. And I'm damn good at it too. My unique point of view can be a real asset to your vision, whether you are rebranding or launching a new campaign. To see my work or book a consultation, shoot me an email avocreative.ng at gmail.com avocreative.ng at gmail.com Let's make magic together. You're writing a book? Yes, I am. I have written a book, matter of fact. Okay. It's the so... manuscript, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And? And the book is going to be coming out in spring 2022 march it's called more than my scars that's the name of the book Ooh, <laughs> this girl is on fire yeah so basically you're gonna distill all your ideas about yourself and life and what you've experienced into a book yes into a book that's it has been it was it it's been a very long journey and I see this not in terms of just the writing but in terms of just like the getting <laughs> to the place where I even started to write you know I'm, this is this is not something that happened like last year or two years ago it's something that happened in 2017 when um, I was approached that was the first time I was approached by um, an agent who watched me on AGT and just felt compelled to reach out to me and he felt like there was something there he asked me if I'd ever written anything about my story or whatever. I was like, no. He said that he thinks that that's something I should definitely do. He would love to represent me in the event that I do. And I was absolutely not ready at the time. I told him, thank you. I will let you know. And I just was not like, because I've always known at the back of my mind that that is something, you know, you asked me before, you know, if um, I have things that I've always wanted to do and why haven't I done them? And that was one of my things for sure. Know that I have, I'm going to write the book. Want to write a book for sure. Just when you know, I I believe I'm a pretty good writer. I think I can. I I think I'm more confident in my writing than my singing, as a matter of fact. But um, write about myself, my story. That, that's not fiction. That's different, and that requires a confrontation that I was absolutely not ready for at the time. You know, past catchy, <laughs> and it was just like. Why? Why would I? I'm not. Why would I? I'm. I'm in the middle of like, like you know, growing from hold her. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You 
said something very important right just now. <laughs> I mean, you said confrontation with past sketchy. Mm -hmm. And I can I'm just like trying to wrap my head around that idea. <laughs> like, finally, like, trying to like look back and make peace with who you were and what you are now. Like, is, is, am I getting that right? Is that what, it, yeah, is that, what it's, that is? It's the catchy, it's the catchy that existed after the accident happened. Like, the catchy right in those first like seven months right up fresh out the accident mm. that catchy mm. and then yes 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 and and then um reconciling her with the catchy before the accident and reconciling all that with the catchy that's writing this book right now you know um i have to say like the hardest thing was going back to that place south africa which is where my my treatments first happened that's the first place I was taken to before I flew to America for constructive treatment. South Africa is where they saved my life. And um, South Africa is a, a place that I've only been to once. And that was when I was there being treated. I've never revisited it in my mind. I've never had any interest in doing so. I've never thought about it again. I don't look at the pictures often. I don't I don't care to. And even if I do, somehow it's not it's it's someone that all this happened to it's not me i don't have to explain that but it's it's almost the sense of detachment is extremely deep in that way when i see that it's person normal. i feel like i cannot relate to her i don't know how someone survived that i don't know who that person is i know this person that's talking and looking at this right this picture right now but um they're just pictures they're just like wow that's crazy you know they're just pictures they have no depth and i'm not i was not ready to give it the depth that I would need to to write the book. The thing is, I always felt like the moments, and this is so, this is definitely a God thing. I can't really explain this any other way. But I was not ready for what would happen after this story gets put out there for people to see. I had a feeling that once this ball starts rolling, something is going to happen immediately. I just had, and this is because of just how my life has gone so far. When when and I, I heard this somewhere, some, someone said this one time, and it always stuck to me, that the best things in life happen outside your comfort zone. And that is a phrase that has stuck with me since I heard it in 2017 at some event, because I found when I thought about it that it was so true, because all the times when I've taken, when I didn't know what would happen, because I, I don't like that, but all the times when I didn't know what would happen when I did something, the absolutely Inc most incredible things have come out from that. And this is every time, like without fail in my life, every time when it's like, I have to jump and not know how deep, that's when crazy shit happens. So was I ready for that to happen with this book? I don't know. I wasn't sure because I was still kind of struggling with like, with people even like, why am I writing about this? Who cares about what happened? Like who cares about the details of my story? Really? Like, is it really that like, I had to confront everything that I was running away from, so that was not fun. But I had a deadline, so I had to do it. And you know, I'm very consequence driven, so I uh, yeah, I did it. And yeah, it was it was hard. I'm not gonna lie. I a lot of crying and just a lot of nonsense. I just uh, mm -hmm. yeah, because you know these are the things I haven't thought about. You know, since they happened, what? How many years? Fourteen. I haven't thought about any of that. So. And you're just going back into that 16-year-old mind. Mm. You know, just thinking about... I just, you know... 
and I, and I wanted to write the heart, so that's that's the important thing because I I want to I I think the way that my life is now a lot tends to get glossed over, almost like the pictures I posted, almost like a reality check. Like you know, it, I didn't just go from here to here. Like you know, like oh la di da, everything was just you know just happy happy go lucky. Like there were difficult moments in between to lead up to this moment, the catch that we see today, and I wanted that to come through in the book. I wanted people to know that my trying time. No one has really heard any of the details of that time. That you know, it was mm. not. I wasn't just like, you know, this amazing person that just like you know because of the star happens to her, she overcame the surges mm. where it breathes. Like you know, I, I even if it was hard, I would I pressed on. Like that's it sounds great. That's a nice dramatic story. That's that's nice on paper, but the reality, you know, it was a step by step, arduous process. And just there were there were a lot led up to the catchy that got confident enough to say that this is who she is now. A lot happens, a lot, and and you know it wasn't even about like how I looked, and that's just that was the easy one. It was everything else with the mental stuff. It was the it was the dealing with the just you know not understanding, you know why, and then a lot of the faith stuff too. Not understanding why the God I'm learning that is supposed to be so good, you'll let something like that happen. I needed to hear this, Ketchy. You have no idea, like, I'm, I'm sure there's someone listening out there who's gonna, like, um, be right there with you. But right now, being with you, because I, too, am in the midst of a very, very trying time in my life. I've never experienced what I'm currently experiencing. Oh, wow. I can't go into details of it right now, mm, but, um, I understand. you know, it's, uh, like these tests, you know, and and I, I kind of know how it is, right? You 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 have to get through it to see, you know, what the other end. But right now, in the midst of it, and hearing you, you talk about how like you've paid your dues and how you've like, um, literally been through the fire. Like literally and figuratively, you've been through the fire, and what comes to mind is like a. Uh, hmm, that's gonna be the title of this episode, by the way. Oh. The fire. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I love how that just came to you. I love it. <laughs> it's wow, perfect. Yo. And, and something else that comes to mind is the metaphor of the phoenix, right? Rising from the ashes, from the flames, like, and just becoming this glorious <laughs> bird that just shines a light. Like, that is, that's the vibe you're giving me. And, um, I get that a lot. I love that. That makes me very You get that a lot, don't you? I do get that quite a bit. Yeah, it's... It makes me feel very, very happy. You will have the red hair to boots right now. What? And and I always tell people, man, like... You know, I, look, I look at Abraham in the Bible, for example, and mm. his story is one that speaks to me because his brand was always unshakable faith. He had the most faith that any human being could ever have in God. Mm. And... As you said earlier, that when you say you're something, God tests you, the universe yes, tests you. Yes. And so God tested Abraham's faith with the one thing he held close Most, to him. Yeah. And um, for him, it was his son, Isaac, mm. which he had wanted for so long. And then for you, it was probably your 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 your, your, your looks, you know, your, or whatever else, you know. That was and definitely me, anything, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and... On the way to like proving to God that yes, I could, I can sacrifice my son mm-hmm. 
to prove this to you. Mm. Even God was was shook. He was like, okay, yes. that, bro, I get it. All right, cool. I get it. You're the one. You're the one. Yeah. You're the one, okay? <laughs> and oh then he rewarded God. him. He rewarded him endlessly for that. So, I, you know, that is similar to what was going on with you. You know, you, you started out somewhere that in the most unlikely of ways and it just a testament to how life starts up one way and takes you somewhere else you never imagined. Like completely different. Completely you can never different. imagine that this would be you writing a never. book. What? And here's the kicker. You even have it within your mind to dream and to want to have Shimamanda endorse that book. In no other lifetime could you have ever thought about it. You write a book, sure, maybe, but to have Chimamanda in your mind, and you know for goddamn right she's going to do that shit. She's going to read it and she's going to endorse the hell. Yes. Yes. I'm going to hold you to that. Yes. Ah. What? She knows. There's no way she doesn't know about kids. She knows about what you've been through. She knows about America. She knows. But then it's another thing for... Yeah, she might not have any reason to like, you know comment because yeah, 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 you yeah, guys yeah. are like worlds apart right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then you have a book and then you reach out to her personally you know she's going to be honored she's going to be delighted oh, to be part mm-hmm. of your story and mm-hmm. you know that is a yeah and right now Chihuahua is a hell of a role model right now just oh. segue perfect segue perfect you know actually. perfect you saw her essay on castle yes, culture I, the other day yep I'm sorry but the woman is just uh, she's just incredible man She's so, you know, what's interesting is um, the author she's talking about, yeah, she, that like spurred this conversation, like this thing that she's, the essay she wrote. Um, yeah. I actually know her. When I went, yeah, I did. I, I remember, it's interesting. I don't know her now. I don't know the person she has become. I don't know her. I've not, I haven't talked to her since primary school, but I grew up with her. Yeah, like, yeah, I did. And um, it was interesting. It's been interesting to see her own growth and her own movement in life and how the path she's chosen and everything and then to now see this whole thing unfold with Chimamanda and then to now read that essay I just I was just like wow this is you know she's a perfect segue to like talk about you know something that we all you know as a society need to address this cancel culture Mm. mentality and you know she just proved once again why she is just this incredible thinker. Because, you know, when, when you have people that, you know, people can have different opinions and say different things, but there's very few people who can say things and have you actually think and and reroute your perspective on certain things. And she's definitely someone that that happens with every single time. She's just... Yeah. She's... Oh. She has voice. She has character. No. She has eloquence. She's like she carries so herself. eloquent and she... Ah. Man. Yeah, like I, I, like I, I look at her. I'm like, that is, you know, someone who is in her element. Yes. And you, you can't like. I love the fact that she doesn't even pander to her fans. Mm-hmm. She, she doesn't pander to anybody. She doesn't. She doesn't feel the need to, you know. And that's that's someone who has come to themselves for sure, because she, she's not doing. I can tell, and anyone can tell that nothing she is doing is for. That it's just that the world we like what she's doing. But she's doing everything she's doing is what she feels like she wants to do as she wants that she's called to do. And it just happens to be that those things, you know, make her a lot of money. She be that's the goal, isn't it? Can you just that's the goal we all want to be able to do what we actually want 
express ourselves exactly as we want to without any kind of bias or any kind of influence and be accepted be accepted like that and and accept the good and bad that comes with that and yes because because you know she gets a lot of she gets a lot of controversy because of her points of views and um accept it with poise and and then um still maintain you know her stance and um maintain her character the person that she is despite it all she's she's not only a commendable author but she's a commendable person i feel i've never met her but i i feel that she's someone that is um it would be hard to shake her to shake her self her self-assurance i suppose is the word She's yeah. one that is, they, have to, they have to shake, for sure. She's cool. And it's, it's just unfortunate that the, the lady in question, yeah. the one she was referring to in the, in the essay, mm-hmm. you know, took all of that for granted and like, you know, like how can you yeah. have that person as a have... friend and confident and just threw it all the way for clouds? Like... It's just unfortunate. <laughs> it's so, it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate, really? you know? You know what? That, that whole thing, that whole essay is just a testament like it's like a it's a master class in being the bigger person like if you ever wanted to see what that looked like what that was like an example of that that was what that is and being the bigger person not just in how she handled it but like in her stature in the writing industry like she had like the grace and poise and the it's the kind of the way she responded to you know it's not really sweet you know, she didn't, yeah. she didn't, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't put it on Instagram or Facebook, she must have put that, she just dropped it down time. in a blog, like a blog format, just, and that, broke it down, broke it down, every facet, and just put it right there, in her own content library, you understand, like, that's, that's taking power in such a cool way, man, I learned a lot too, like, you know, like, yeah. how to handle things, like, yeah, yeah. it's, She's cool, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's cool. So She's imagine cool. that sort of person endorsing your book. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Listen. Shameless plug alert. If you own a brand or a business, you should really consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast. It's a cool and effective way to reach new audiences. I'm always on the lookout for partnerships that would be a good fit for me and most importantly, give value to my audience. As a sponsor, you will have access to my many creative talents. I will craft a message so sharp, one that will cut through the noise like a knife. I will make it seem like your product holds the key to eternal life itself. I will so wash you in front of my audience, authentically of course. Call it Authentic Wash. Bottom line is, you can never have enough brand awareness, and podcasts are a great way to build that. To discuss options, shoot me an email, avocreative.ng at gmail.com, avocreative.ng at gmail.com. Let's make magic together. What I'm waiting for for you is something that will happen in your life, like some event, I don't know what, that will mean so much to you that you will say everything that's happened in your life like this like Let, this moment was worth all of that I wonder what that would be for you when time comes I wonder what that would be I do wonder what that would be I wonder what that would be I wow I hope that when it happens I recognize it I really do I think I will 
You will. I think I definitely like it's, will. It's, it's, it's pretty... I think you're someone who's very in the moment. Like, mm. you're very present. Mm. Which is very I important when you're oh. um, living the life you do. You can't you can't afford to, like, let life pass you by. Mm-hmm. Like, days be a blur. Like, every every moment, you know, means something. So when it, it does happen, is. you will... You will, you will notice. Maybe we'll have a conversation uh, then. Whoa. I'll, yo, see. Um, <laughs> yo, I mean, you know, I'm a fan... I'm a fan even before, like, <laughs> and what's really cool for me is that I was a fan before the accident. <laughs> you know, I just did. <laughs> I am done. You're, done. You're so silly. I'm so done. <laughs> I just said that. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I was a fan before the accident, you know, and now I'm an even bigger fan, just like, watching the process. So even me as as, a, as someone who's just as a spectator, just experiencing your story and your journey. because these these things matter to me. I like I love to see people um you know do the most with their lives and just mm-hmm. like whatever they're given they take it and make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Like there is no other testament to being made in the image of God. Yes. Than doing that. Than doing that. And that's what he wants. That's that's what he hopes we do. He doesn't want yeah. us to just sit on our thumbs and twitter no. He gives us this life so we can live it fully. And and he gives us certain passions. That's why we're all different. So we can explore yeah. every single one of them fully as well. He doesn't want us to just return to him the exact way he puts us here. Like, absolutely not. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you're exactly right. It, that's exactly what... I feel like that is definitely part of... A big part of what it means to be made in his image. Very much so. Like, living mm-hmm. out what he wants. Living out the... Whatever it is, the unique thing that he puts inside each one of us, living it out and, and exploring it to the fullest, I think that that's a very important part of living. Very much so. And appreciating life. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Appreciating mm-hmm. it because there's a tendency to feel like, what's the point of all of this? Yes. Just hustle and you die. Yes, like, yes. And, and almost that actually comes up a lot. I won't even lie. I think about that sometimes. It happens a lot of times and it's such a distraction, you know, because it's so untrue. It discounts yeah. everything you've already gone through. It discounts the hardships you've overcome. It discounts the things that happened in the past that were memorable and fun and wonderful to you. Like, just because right now in this moment you feel like things are just hopeless, it's not always been that way. You know, you know, it's there's been. You can't just use this moment to discredit everything that has happened since you were born. There were good things, and when they were happening, you were happy they were happening. Like you know, and just that alone, like. It's worth living for me, you know. It's important. Mm. Now everything matters, big and small. So, yeah, when things happen, and you're just like, oh, "What is it? Who cares? You're gonna die anyway." Like, no. Like, of course, yes, you're gonna die anyway. But like, that's no excuse to not live. Like, no. Yeah. So yeah. It says, I say, you are gods, you are children of the Most High. And that you are gods part, that's, that's essentially what uh, all of this is built yeah, on. You built like the, the, entire the idea that, you know, you're not just like, I, I feel like we're born at, let's say, like zero. Mm-hmm. 
and then we're meant to ascend and to get as close to the idea of God as possible, to become mm, gods mm, through our lives, through mm. the things that we, 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 you know, through refinement over time mm-hmm, of getting mm-hmm. closer to the truth of what life is about mm-hmm. and how to live. I mean, we are supposed to emulate Christ. We are supposed to. That's what we are. I mean, it's right there. We are supposed. That's what we're supposed to do with our lives. And every every way, we all have different ways of expressing the way that He lived His life. But you know, all of it is all. The goal is all the same. To to we'll never be perfect. You know, we're not Him. But we always. I believe in spending my life trying to be as close as possible to that ideal. You know. And for me, that's what it is. That's what we're supposed to do. So, yes, I believe that, you know, spending your time growing your perfection, never quite reaching perfection, but every single day getting closer and closer to it. That's it. That's why I don't Staying stagnant is just not an option. It's not. So, yeah, it's... I is it safe to say that you found meaning in your suffering? Writing that book? Even, even without the book, I think. Even without the yeah. book, I have to say... Many things have happened in my life that um, have given my suffering meaning. You know, um, the fact that I can talk to people and have any level of influence in in how they see themselves, mm-hmm. in how they love themselves, in how how much more how much kinder they are to themselves, in mm-hmm. in valuing themselves more. If anything that I have done or any way that I have lived my life can make a person feel just any kind of that kind of positivity, then I think that that has given everything I've gone through meaning. You know, I, I, I don't believe that none, we're not an island and it's not just that, that no one's an island doesn't only apply to relationships, you know, and, you know, you know, you know, loved ones and things like that. It, it also applies to, you know, um, what our purpose is in this world. We're not here for only ourselves. I don't believe that. We're not just born to only affect ourselves. In fact, it's impossible to. Just mm-hmm. by virtue of being a human being born in this world, you are going to have... You're going to meet people, whether they like it or not, and you're going to influence them in different ways. And what kind of impression do you want, do you hope you leave behind with each person that you meet? I'm not saying every meeting is going to be significant, but you don't know right now I... what is going to be significant or not. Yeah. In fact, a whole lot of your self-knowledge comes from how you interact with people. Like, you learn yes. a lot about yourself yes. and how you be with other people. Yes. I know that also is so important because it, it, it brings to light how important it is the kind of people you have around you as well. Because the wrong kind of people can give you the wrong kind of perception of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you have genuine people around you, and the only way you can really do that is to be genuine yourself, is... Mm. That's the only way to have a true mirror image of who you are. Because if you're putting out your actual self there, then you have no problem in um, accepting the reflection you get back from other people because you're, they're seeing you. And so when they react to you, when they talk about you, to you, when they interact with you, you can be sure that, like, okay, what this person says, she knows me. I think and she's talking from a point of view of someone who like who's seeing me. So you can trust that what she's reflecting back or he's reflecting back is actually, you know, catchy or running. So the people you're around, you surround yourself with definitely also matter too because uh, I know people who learn the hard way that, you know, they are not this or they are that, you know, because, you know, having yes men or, or naysayers around you can, can affect 
yeah. you know, how you see your identity. Yeah. And so you all, you want to have the most authentic identity, like a perception of yourself. And to do that, you have to have good people around you. But yeah, you know, I feel like that's, you know, all part of it. You know, part of our purpose is to, is to decide how we want to influence people. And, you know, I've been given a unique, I've been put in a unique situation where I, I can, I could have just withdrawn. And no one would have blamed me. No one would have said it, like, you know, mm-hmm. can she come out of your show? Like, they would have just been like, look, she went through hell. Let her live this life however she wants to, you know? But, you know, without living, you know, like, how how do I want to live, really? Do I want to just hide? Do I want to cover up my... How, how much importance do I want to place on this exterior at the cost of actually living a good life? And, mm. you know, and then if people see that that's how I come out of this, like... How is that going to affect other burn survivors? How is it going to affect other people who are going through stuff? Like, that's just going to reinforce the fact that, yes, like, when things like this happen to you, it's okay to hide. It's okay to just stay, like, you know, quiet and in the shadows. Like, no, it shouldn't be that way. And my personality wouldn't even let it be that way. So mm-hmm. so I feel like I've been given a unique position to to influence people in a positive way. And that alone, like, Rodney, that alone just gives me, makes me feel like, okay, well, you know, I went through this and it was horrible, but I came through it and, and I mean, never know the reason why, you know, a lot of times people get stuck in looking for the why of like in certain things. And I, I'm not interested in that, but I do believe that, um, my life had, the way it's gone, the trajectory of my life has shown me a lot of my whys. It's not just one, you know, it might not be like, oh yeah, this is the exact reason why the accident happened. No, but like this way I'm living my life now has given meaning to this events, this huge terrible events that happened at that time and um that's really that's ultimately what i want you know i think part of my happiness lies there part of it is you know make, leaving a room with like with leaving a person you know feeling a little better about themselves than when i first met them i think if i can do that you know i think i'm doing what i'm supposed to Bust my brain, <laughs> Oh, you already opened me for like I'm some kind of deep thinker. Your reaction, I'm done with you. <laughs> you know what? Funny thing is, it's not even like a, it's not even deep thinking per se. It's mm. just like speaking truth. Like mm. truth is not deep. It's just it's truth. just truth. You know, it's and when it when it when it hits, it hits. You feel it. You take it in. Let's take a moment to pause and breathe. Relieve the tension. Whatever you're doing, close your eyes, take a deep breath, in through the nose, out through the mouth. One more time. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Let's resume. So before we wrap, um, yes. Here's a chance to, to also ask me anything. I don't know what mm. um, I, yeah. Yes, I would like to know actually, yeah. Um so you know, podcasts, um like, I think I told you before, yeah, it's hard for me to like listen all the way through because my attention span is I'm very visual, you know, so I'm not yeah, I've never really been one who kinda like listens to things like that, but I would love to. But I want to know what made you what influenced the birth of this particular like line of creativity? You know, because a lot I know there's a lot of them out there, and not a lot of them are very relevant. A lot of people just like to hear the sound of their voice, and that's it. But um, 
I can tell even from the interview that we had a while ago, and I haven't had an interview like that since, um, just so you know. You know, I could tell that for you, it's not just just to ask questions for the sake of asking questions and just putting it out that you talk to this person, but you actually try to understand how they're thinking about certain things and you want to get out their different perspectives. So I want to know what the why is for you for this podcast. Like, what what why didn't you decide to just you know freaking journalism? You know, why like why did you decide that this is the 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 medium you wanted to use to put stories out there? I'm glad you asked. That's a very good question, and you will love the story behind it. Okay. So, we we both went to Loyola, right? Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the Loyola process, when you when you get accepted, mm-hmm. there's a form that they make you fill. Mm-hmm. They make the parents fill. Parents, yeah. And when you when, when you fill that form, um, one of the questions in it is, what profession do you see your child going into? I didn't and know my that. My parents put yeah. My my parents put law and broadcasting. Are you serious? At age at age ten, they they figured that I was on this trajectory. They just didn't know how. Broadcasting. Yeah. That's actually yeah. very. That's. And I only found out when I turned thirty. My dad gave me the. Are you serious? Yeah. It was crazy. Oh my god! And you know. Yeah. That's and that's I want to say a little unusual that they even like thought like that's a little out of the box actually. Not law, but the broadcasting. Because how? Yeah. And it's so freaking different from law as well. Like, wow. That's yeah, so cool. This guy has a good command of English and he likes to talk. And you like to talk to that for They put two artists together. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, your parents know you then. They've known you for a yeah. while. Wow, that's really cool. I mean, the form, they ask strength wow. and weaknesses. And a lot of my strengths and weaknesses that they put mm. in that form mm. are like a lot of what I am, I've like mastered now that's crazy that's actually crazy look at you like actually living your you fulfilled almost like a like a prophetic it was almost prophetic the way your parents wrote that name just like and you didn't even know it's not like you knew and therefore you wanted to work towards it you didn't know you just it naturally became your actual life trajectory that's wild I mean, you know so that things like that just validated me they just made me yes that you're I'm sure you're actually I've always felt like I was in it you know? That's the coolest And then, mm-hmm. when I got to uni, mm-hmm. I studied international relations and journalism as a double major. Wow. Yeah, just, yeah. So I was just always, and then when I was there, I was uh, into music. I'm mm-hmm. a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, rapping and singing in my dorm with my, with my friends. I see. So I really had a grasp of, like, audio. And yes, I see. Okay, okay. You get. So then, when I graduated... I became a photographer. That was one of the I yes. of expressions. Yeah, yeah. And so you're really you're that's you're really good at like gifted at that as well. I remember that. Yeah, I mean I just used to myself, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean you said it, not me. So after doing that for uh, uh, for some time, mm. I kinda like peaked in it and also because mm. being in Abuja, the kind of work I wanted to do, there wasn't a lot of like market for for that mm-hmm. so i kind of like segued into like branding and brand well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I had a flair for mm. and then when i got that going i just stumbled into podcasting and then and it, it just made sense i started doing it and it just made sense and i just became so committed and yeah. dedicated and to a point that i was like i think around lockdown mm-hmm. i was entering into season three of my podcast uh-huh, uh-huh. and at that point i realized that you know what i want to be the best podcaster i can possibly be like i like this mm-hmm. and i'm good at You're it really like, mm-hmm. and i made that commitment mm-hmm. you know I like that. so 
um, I've always had a flair for conversation and talking to people and like, mm. like I've always had conversations that was like, shit, I need, I need to record this. Record this. Record it. Mm. Like, this is, you know, so now the podcast just began to build off of that idea and then if I'm not talking to a guest, just my monologues alone just give out all this, like I tell stories of, of like, you know, I just told you about Kerencia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. Things like that I just threw in my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And give people, and people like that. Things. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's, the, that's really that's cool. I love that. So at the time when we had the interview, had you already started, I believe you already started, um, had you like, were you dabbling or had you like officially started like the Younger podcast when we had that interview? Was it even like in your like radar to like possibly explore this method? Wow. 2018 was when I got into podcasting. Wow, yeah, look at that. Mm. Yeah. But 2015, I was... Um, I wasn't even trying to be a journalist. I was just being a, I was a photographer. It was a photographer, right? At that time. Yeah. Wow. That, that's how we, we met at the... Yes, uh, it is. I was also a keynote speaker. At yes, the, you were. At the, at the reunion, yeah. So, yeah. So it was based on that. I still remember so, that picture. That you... The, the one I still that, have it. I think that... That's going to be the cover of this I episode. still remember... Wow. I love yes. that. That that was that was such a poignant moment. Like, I remember that picture. And I was just like, I've never seen... I've never seen something captured like this. Like it just, it was a feeling. It wasn't. It was like you know, you know, and you know how people just anybody guys who got camera and be taking pictures, but like you look at the picture, and you're like, yeah, it's not just like anybody can just like this is like a specific person behind like the lens, like a viewfinder. Like this is not just like I picked up my phone and took a picture. That's how that picture. That's how was the feeling I had. So remember, it's still today. I you know I don't really retain things like that. I don't care like that deep. But that was memorable. That was me- it was definitely very memorable. I'll never forget it. So that's interesting. I also really want to say that I like how um, you know people always feel kind of like they have to see when you when you do something you commit and you tie yourself down to it for like ever. But like especially when it comes to creativity, I found that it's not like that. You know, you find that you want to explore different parts of it. You know, you started in one thing. You went into branding. You went to photography. You know, you dabble in music. You know, it, it it wasn't that you felt the need to just like, oh yeah, photography. Therefore, let me just stay here. And you probably could have stayed comfortable there, but you didn't. You chose not to. And I think that takes incredible courage to 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 branch out. And you know, that's something that I won't lie. That's what I like when I talked about like you know, comfort zones. I I like. I'm very. I love comfort zones. But I realize that a lot of times that's where a lot of stagnation happens. And I struggle with that, you know, and I oftentimes what happens is God has to pull me out of one. I don't necessarily feel the need to do it, but he doesn't have that plan for me. And he just, something happens and takes the power completely out of my hands and he pushes me to another phase of my life. But um, I see you as a person who takes command of that part of their lives and you just kind of like, you like, you want to try this, you want to de- develop that, you want to make a, um, a career in this, you want to um, explore this passion to the fullest extent. I mean, that's, just a really cool way to be and I think worthy of commending. So um I really do wish you luck in I guess every endeavor. That's my cadencia. That is your cadencia. <laughs> that is your cadencia. Yeah. Definitely. You seem to you're comfortable in that and not a lot of people like a lot of people are not. People like to just when something is good, you want to just hold on to it forever, you know? And you know, it's not that's not a way to grow. So good job and you know, Thank good you luck with everything. Yeah. I yeah. think it's cool. It's very I just cool. say that you should know that you're living, like the life you're living, the life you're living, the things you're doing, um, you're, a, you're a hero to everyone who's ever lived, one. Two, you're also living, like you're living for 60 people. 
keep that in mind. You know, like you're living for sixty people, the life of like it's incredible and <laughs> it's an mm-hmm. honor. Thank you. You know. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate like it. Like those who know know what I mean by that. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, Ketchy, uh... <laughs> 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 this has been a lot of fun, and I knew it would be. Yes, it you is. know, yeah, that's why I wanted to do it as soon as possible. Because, yeah, I, you know, I tend to when I get things like this, I'm like, let me just, because I don't like, I actually have like two other things today, and I could have just mm-hmm. put this on another day, but um, yeah. no, I just, I just, I remembered our last um interview quote unquote even though it was on paper it yeah. felt really um personal you know it was good yeah. and yeah good vibes really yeah so and we've been actually trying to do this for a bit like trying to reconnect and do this anyway so i'm really happy i agreed i'm really happy that we could do it now i feel like you know every time things happen when they happen they're supposed to happen at that time so yeah i hope that this you know this is a good episode and i had fun i really did If life is just a series of ridiculous attempts to be alive, you're a hero to everyone that's ever lived, Ketchy. Your story and your truth have blessed this podcast. I feel like God himself breathed on this podcast just by having you on. And there you have it. Ketchy Okuchi on the season premiere of The Young Good. Thank you for listening wherever you are in the world wherever you're coming from, whether it's your first time, hopefully it's your last time, but thank you for tuning in. There is more where that came from, more to come and more that's already been done. Just slide, scroll down and see all that we have covered, all the guests, all the conversations, all the vibes, all the stories, just it's unlike anything you ever heard. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review and share with your people. Most importantly, share with your people. You can find the podcast on IG at The Young God Pod and Twitter at I Am The Young God for exclusive content. Slide in my DMs and tell me how you feel. I'd love to hear from you. And one more thing whatever you do, be the difference. Rodney out. <laughs>